Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now, thank you so much, called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year, and each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com. And definitely check out those shows as well. I hope you'll all check out the all new Zibby Mag, Z I B B Y M A G, the literary lifestyle destination with essays, book news, a lit lifestyle feature, and even some classes. Check it out, zibbymag.com. This episode is one of my favorites. I interviewed Ralph Macchio. His book is called Waxing On, The Karate Kid and Me. For any other child of the 80s like me, you will probably be equally excited. Although now, of course, he has this major resurgence. All right, let me read his bio. An actor, producer, director with an extensive list of credits, Ralph Macchio is best known for his celebrated performance as Johnny in Francis Ford Coppola's The Outsiders, the hit film My Cousin Vinny, and most notably for the title role in the popular classic The Karate Kid and its successors. Expanding further on the Karate Kid universe, Ralph continues to reprise his iconic role of Daniel LaRusso in the hit Netflix series Cobra Kai 
He lives on Long Island with his family. Enjoy. Okay, welcome, Ralph. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss Waxing On, The Karate Kid, and Me. Thank you. Great to be here, and I appreciate the time. Oh, my gosh. As a child of the 80s, I'm 46. I I have everything you went through in this book. I was like, yes, that. Yes, the 1986 Mets. Like, yes, that movie. Yes, everything. So thank you for for the flashback there. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's... I felt it was it was so timely to kind of tell a story that only I could tell, which is what it was like from the incarnation of getting the call to audition for this little movie with the silly title and where it's taking me up until today. And it's still evolving. It's really, you know, what I've learned from it, what I've gained from it, things I would have you know, maybe done over, but never, never looked down upon. And yet, uh, and then a little of the untold behind the scenes, the making ofs and all that stuff. So I'm excited. I'm excited for people uh, to hopefully, you know, go out and, and read it. Yes. Daniel with an L. Didn't even Daniel know that wasn't L. part of the, yeah. the script. Right. There you go. That was a throwaway. That was yeah. a throwaway. I was like, how come she gets a lot? You know, yeah. it's it, it's interesting when you you talk about Allie with an I, Daniel with an L, and I tell that story of the audition with Elizabeth Shue and the great director, John Avelson, who directed the original Karate Kid films and, and Rocky, to name another little one that still stands the test. I've, I've heard of it, you know. We, you know, he he created, uh, he wanted to create a comfort and I was so nervous, you know, not first auditioning for the movie, but auditioning with the 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 love interest. It was all new for me, you know, so I was trying to be like a guy <laughs> had many girlfriends and <laughs> brought in my little false bravado East Coast cockiness. And that became part of Daniel LaRusso, his sweetness is always there, but he had this, you know, and so that Daniel with an L ad lib, as small as it is, was part of the exploration of, you know, nuance of character. And uh, I credit John with that. And obviously, you know, Lisa Shu and, and, you know, it's one small little story. Well, after you mentioned in the book, the YouTube test reels. I had to go back and watch those too. Right. So um, I that was good. It's like a visual aid that you get with a hard copy. <laughs> yeah. I watched and my kids are like, what's wrong? It's so grainy. And I'm like, no, this is from the eighties. <laughs> and it was like a whole movie basically. So it was, it was yeah. a big JVC camera. He would always have his camera like this. And no matter what we did, you know, he was always videotaping the the experience, the exploration of, of just you know, existing. And that's, that's a great filmmaker, you know, that's why, I mean, you have these characters that still resonate all around the world. It's really quite remarkable. You know, I found it really interesting. You talk, of course, about the fame and what it was like in the backseat of the movie and even watching the premiere and coming out and all of a sudden you were like overnight celebrity, even though you had obviously been in the outsiders and everything. But, and that I kind of expected, like I was I'm totally interested. I wanted to know what it was like. But what I, I didn't expect was the parts when you were talking about trying to sort of find your footing after that period of time and trying to find your way into new roles and how you felt like you were so typecast and like, you know, how could you get around being the, the karate kid and actually find new roles and what that felt like to you in that time. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, the, the book is sort of broken up into not by partially by design, but it works out that the, the first third is really about 
getting the part and the making of the movie and the behind the scenes untold stories of how how this happened how how did we catch that fly with chopsticks and it looked <laughs> easy but it wasn't and some of what i was feeling and all the experience of that and the second act is if you will is after the crane takes flight after that summer of 84 you know the success and then the sort of the ebbs and flows of it all and the dry times or the lean years. And then the last third is kind of the lessons of the experience. But yeah, those, you know, that late, you know, after my cousin Vinny, I mean, I started feeling it before then, but certainly after my cousin Vinny, things kind of dried out and even getting the part in my cousin Vinny. And I write to this was not easy. The studio didn't want me. I was off the list. Italian guy from New York, Joe Pesci's cousin. Nah, he's not right. It's like, no, I think you might be right. <laughs> but I was, that was the, you know, that was, I was starting feeling that even before that point. And so, you know, it was frustrating. It was challenging and looking young for my age. I talk about that too, that frozen in time element that is, that is essence of, of, of me, you know, being tied to this role and, and then looking young for my age. So I had a double edged sword trying to, you know, navigate to the next chapter, if you will, pun intended. <laughs> you know, it was hard at times and it was challenging to to make sense of it. I understood it. So it wasn't challenging to make sense of it because I did understand it. But you still don't, you still want to be able to control your own destiny there. And you as an actor, you you really unless you're creating it yourself, it's very hard to 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 control that. So I, I needed to learn and being someone who likes to control things and needs to release my grip. I'm still, I'm still working on that today. It became about, okay, how could I fulfill myself creatively? How could I provide for my family? How could I do all these things and still not get swept, sucked under? You know, I never went down the path where I fell down the slippery slope. Those most memoirs are about that, the crash and burn and how did I climb out and the, you know, the it's a redemption story. I joke that I am the anti-E true Hollywood story. I've been only <laughs> 35 years. My kids are awesome. We all have our our things. We're normal, you know, we have our challenges and, and arguments and and such, but we navigate through it and and the foundation is strong you know so um, miyagiism the roots are strong yeah. you let the tree grow so that's the book has that in it too because it's so to answer your question it was you know i've been gifted the blessing of this this role not to mention my entire career that has now become so relevant it's never gone away, but it is at another level. And that's why it just seemed the right time for this book. When I walk down the street, I have 14, 12-year-old kids. Just they're the ones running up. You know, they see this show and then they back themselves into the movie and they watch it with their parents or their dads or their moms. And it's kind of a legacy I'm so proud of and feel blessed to have been given the gift of that opportunity that it's uh, quite a unique journey, but I survived the dry times by, you know, always keeping one foot in, one foot out and balancing it. There's another Miyagiism. See, I tie yeah. it all. <laughs> I like it's a great it. script. It's a great, it's a great <laughs> by Robert Mark Kamen. He deserves the credit. He wrote that in the original Karate Kid film. And those there's life lessons throughout the whole the whole thing that are st still bearing fruit to this day. So true. 
Wow. Well, I have to say Cobra Kai is amazing, as you know, but it's so genius the way you use the old clips and you and the di- and the dynamic. With, I mean, it's just amazing. It's like, it's every show should do this. I mean, it's so well done. It's genius. Really well, the, awesome. guys, the guys who create it are really, they're super Karate Kid fans. And it's the only way to do it. You have to yep. care. Yeah. You really have to care. It's not just a cash grab. It's really how could we enhance this and keep this legacy going? And every actor who comes in from the original film franchise, they just knock it out of the park yeah. one better than the other. It's oh really pretty awesome. So cool. To go back to a Miyagiism, if you will, about balance, you were saying even the crane pose, right? It's, it requires so much. And that's how you had to approach your own life and your family and everything. And you just said quickly as an aside, oh yeah, I was married 35 years, which I feel like I would like to have an entire podcast just talking about, to be honest. <laughs> how do you, what is the secret to that? Not only balance with like the intensity of your career and the ebbs and flows of that, but sustaining the same relationship that you've had. You were dating your wife when when you went to the premiere of Karate Kids. So you guys have been through, I mean, yeah. I can't even think, but what is the secret there? What are, what are some of the lessons that everybody else should, should take back well, to their own marriages? Okay, a decent amount of credit needs to go to the partner. So my, my wife, uh, Phyllis, is, uh, you know, a big amount of credit goes to to her and being that person who can deal with you know, the fame part of it and sort of walk in lockstep and support throughout. So that takes, not everyone can do that. She's a nurse practitioner. She is a caregiver. She is a people pleaser, people person, more so, way more so than I am. I'm a little more selfish, but then it's <laughs> a little more me, 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 but the, not not totally, but, you know, we balance each other and it's, you know, there was certainly times and days and weeks and months that were more challenging than others, but it's always the eye, I don't want to say eye, eye sorry, that's mine. I'm not going to say eye on the prize, but there's eye on the the importance of the foundation of what we are as a couple when all the when all the crap isn't there it's the focus on on knowing what that is so knowing the minutia and all the all the crap that's thrown at you day to day and navigating this thing called life that is so challenging and raising kids and you know that our biggest arguments were always about raising the kids you know you you really cuz everyone's doing that for the first time you could have the manual and whatever you want you're going to fail constantly i have she has but at the end of it when you clear away all the dust in the fog if you believe in what that foundation is and and what that couplehood is and and what life is together that that kind of galvanizes you know, the, the focus point and and clears it up. And then you open a window again and it's all crap and it gets in the way. <laughs> and, you know, this bothers you and that bothers you. And it's it's not easy. It's not easy, but being blessed with the right person is a good start. Yes, there's the hack. <laughs> that's there the one that's, that's the disclaimer that says, oh, I just didn't fix it for everybody. <laughs> this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What did you think about putting in the book, but then you're like, no, maybe that's too personal, so you kept it out? Good question. And any, I, I would say that that would be there's one section where I speak about a, a point where I was sort of out of balance in my career and life and my marriage and family was taking stress on both. I could have potentially gone into explanation of what all that was. And I, I chose not to die because that became that would become too personal. And that's not the book I'm writing anyway. It's re- I mean, I, it is personal to me and what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. And, and so if I was going to give details about someone else in my life, then it would cross a, uh, a line that that didn't feel right for this specific book. Got it. That makes sense. If there was like a good friend of yours who read the book, do you think this is what they would say about you? Like, is there anything, is there some piece of you that is not a hundred percent here? Like some part of your sense of humor or, I mean, you're obviously very funny. Or is there anything you you feel like those who know you best don't see it represented. Not a, not a moment like I asked before, but just like a piece of you or not really? Yeah, I would say, I would say something that I probably didn't dive deep into is that if I get to that point of overwhelm on a day, I do occasionally snap. I do it not in it like in an insane way, but I'm not, you know, the wind does not stop and go around me. It does affect <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I, there are those people that I use that analogy that's, God, it's like the wind doesn't even, your hair's not even moving. I'm like, I can't even hang on to my hat right now. And so, so I guess if there's one thing, I've come out of it sticking the landing, yeah. but sometimes I wobble on impact. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So you've had the opportunity to act at every stage of your life. And now you're in a new show. You have a chance. It's like a do-over. I know we don't get a do-over with our kids necessarily, although maybe the younger kids get the benefit, but that's okay. Anyway, when you're now in a new show, what are you taking with you? Like, are you calmer in general about it? Or do you feel like the years and all of the past experience have made you even better at this character? Like now coming back to it, what does it look like? Or are you, is it the same? 
No, it's it's a, that's a great, good question because it's actually the pressure of oh the responsibility. I won't even say pressure. The responsibility of a character, this young Daniel Larusso character, who's represented a piece of people's childhood, pop culture, you know, impactful, inspirational character. There was a you know a responsibility that I needed to deliver on where that character would have wound up, and not always was that in the script. Of Cobra Kai, we would debate at times with the creators of the show who are brilliant and care so much. But there would be times where Daniel LaRusso's actions, I and from my perspective, would not support how I would have thought he would have landed. Mm-hmm. But a full canvas of Cobra Kai, the reason for that is because then it gets us to point A to point B in the story. So that's that's been. You know, it hasn't been just totally effortlessly easy. It's been conscious and conscientiously navigated. And I think at the end of it, everyone cares so much that the the best foot forward winds up working. You know, I mean, I, that's a kind of convoluted answer, but it's it it required. It wasn't like, oh, good, I'm playing Daniel Russo again. This is a piece of cake. I'll just be Daniel <laughs> Russo. It's like I have a responsibility. This character is way bigger than the actor who played the part. He's meant the world to so many people. So it was uh, probably more pressure than I needed to put on myself for it. But it's because I, I care and I, I I am protective. Well, I love even that you start the show with trying to like be generous to a, a former rival. Like, that's just great. You know, why not? You know? Bonsai tree. Yeah, bonsai tree. Here, take it. Just take it. So funny. So what what do you do when you're not hard at work producing shows and, and acting and whatever? Like, what do you what do you like to do on the weekends? The, the weekend I'll watch. I mean, I this weekend I watched some sports. You know, which was kind of nice in between a lot of these types of discussions. So sometimes not speaking and just watching (laughs) someone else is kind of refreshing. You know, I'm a sports fan, so I do enjoy, you know, my New York Jets very rarely come out of it, but had a big comeback win yesterday. And my Mets lost three in a row to Atlanta, and it's not looking great. (laughs) And the hockey season starts. So there's sports. There's good food, uh, nice wine here or there with the food I really enjoy. I really enjoy uh, t- tasting great wines with with different foods and and so and music and listening to music all different types watching sunsets if I'm going to go there and sometimes sunrises if I get enough sleep <laughs> you know I I enjoy cuz I still I still marvel at at the fact that you know we're on this planet and the sun comes up and it just continues and as crazy as it all is and difficult and challenging of seemingly more so than ever. It's nice to just, I guess, stop and smell the roses, as they say. Yeah. (laughs) I was on a plane with my kids over the weekend and I was like, isn't it so crazy that like we all just accept that rain is just a part of life? Like, okay, today we're all going to get wet and like there's going to be water from, and we're all just like, oh yeah, okay, put up the umbrella. Don't even think about it. You know, like the natural world is like so amazing in all of its ways. You just don't even stop. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Do you feel like the process of writing this memoir is one you would want to repeat? Like, do you now, are you now like, oh yeah, authors, I get it. I totally want to do this again. I did, well, there were some days when I was looking at the flashing cursor on my screen, just saying, the crane takes flight. How do I start this chapter? You know, and then all of a sudden something clicks and it does get exciting. And then you 
find the angle in and how to, you know, tell the story and hopefully visually tell the story. That's the thing I tried to do as much as I could visually tell the story and make it a conversation for me. Um, And I'm hearing from folks that that's, that's coming across. So I'm really, uh, the fact that that, that is the case, it lends me, you know, it leads me to want to explore it more, maybe in the world of a children's book, maybe in the world of a, a YA book to, you know, give back, you know, it's, I like when I work on Cobra Kai, I really enjoy working with the young actors because I think they're listening to me and not that I have all the wisdom and anything else. But if there's one little piece of something I gained from someone I worked with and I could hand off the piece of that legacy, that's rewarding. I guess that's what a teacher feels like, you know, when you when you make an impact on someone, you have an impact on someone. So. I enjoy that. And with writing, you know, I see, you know, I'll know and it's soon enough once the book is actually really out, but uh, <laughs> hopefully people uh, buy it and, and, uh, and, you know, embrace it. And it's a, it's a positive thing. And I, I'd love to, uh, you know, look at other chapters. No, it's, it's great because you really, it feels like a friend telling you the story. Like That's you're so approachable in the way you write it. It's like, as if you were just, as, as if this happened to anybody that like, right. it could have just as easily happened and you were just yeah. taking this along for the ride. Honesty was uh, being honest and, and, it, and I guess you'd use the word humble, but really honesty is what I would, I want, I wanted to, uh, you know, and, and, the, and the pros and the cons of, yeah. of my journey. And the humor. I liked the humor a lot. I got a humor. I love self-deprecation is yeah. my favorite hobby. <laughs> That's great. Well, what advice would you have for people who either want to get into writing or want to get into entertainment and they don't know what to do? I mean, what what's your what's your go-to line for those types? Well, I think that you know, being creative is something you can always do. There's so there should be no reason not to be creative if you feel you have that. Making a living at it is a whole other story, of course. But you could someone could write and you know you could create with it with being able to reach people through your computer. You could write blogs. You could create your own content. And uh, so I don't think that ever should be. I don't think anything should deter a person who who wants to express themselves. You know, there is that point if you have two kids and your mortgage is out and you can't make a living at it, that you might have to do it on the side. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so that I can't answer that. But I say always be creative if it's in, in your bones and if you have something to say, you know, it doesn't make any sense to stifle it unless it's obviously something detrimental and negative to mankind. And so that <laughs> that would not be good. That would not be good. Thank you for that. <laughs> Last question. Book publicity. Movie publicity, preference. I'm learning. I'm yeah. learning. Well, it, it is different. It is different because there are more deeper dives and like, like uh, you know, speaking with you, and it's it's not your six minutes on a news show to say, hey, here's a clip, check it out, you know. So there's an up and a downside to here's a clip, checking out. The upside is you're in and out quick. And the downside <laughs> is you're not really getting the 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 story and so if you want someone to to invest the time and expense to read your book or listen to the audiobook or whatever i think it it benefits to get to know a little bit more and feel feel that you're 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 looking to further that conversation as opposed to just click on it and drop your $20 or $30 or whatever it is so i get it 
Well, on that note, on I that note, do, I don't know. I have to do a pre-interview for yes. Jimmy Fallon, so now I have to put on that hat. All right, that's and, a much uh, that's a much swankier hat. So you go. Thanks for giving good. me uh, more than six minutes of your time. I appreciate it. It, it, all, it, all, it all counts. I, I appreciate it. No problem. Congratulations. That's so great. Okay. Thank take you. care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 